من والاه اللهم لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا أنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم وتب علينا أنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحانك لا تحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك أنت المقدم وأنت المؤخر وأنت على كل شيء قدير اللهم اجعل جمعنا هذا جمعا مرحوما واجعل التفرق بعده تفرقا معصوما ولا تدع فينا شقيا ولا محروما اللهم آمين In the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most compassionate the most merciful all the praise and thanks are due to him and peace and blessings be upon his beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he who is guided by the will of Allah no one can misguide him and he who is misguided no one can guide him except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I do bear witness that there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back inshallah to our uh, Tuesday uh, tafsir session. I, to be honest with you, I don't know what's the number of this session. 19? 20? Anyone know? 19? Taib, alhamdulillah. Taib, today uh, we are supposed to elaborate, to explain, to highlight the concept of al-jannah. <laughs> Because we started, just very quick reminder, what we are doing now, it's a, a series of tafsir al-Qur'an, the exegesis of the Qur'an, or the interpretation, or the explanation of the Qur'an in a very simple English language, okay? The way, the methodology basically consists of that, I do it in a very simple way, that young people can understand it, even anyone who has no relation with Islamic knowledge can comprehend it easily. One of the aims to enable you to enjoy understanding and to be able to convey it to others from one angle, from another angle. I'm not gonna explain every single word and ayah. However, I will be moving by concepts, okay? from especially from last times today and so maybe I will leave a full passage full concept I will stop by a concept from chapter Al-Baqarah maybe we'll have 10 15 20 concepts then we'll move to Al-Imran and so uh, and so on طيب if you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran we said let's deal with this, this is the constitution of a humanity <laughs> the message of Allah we are trying to see the order and it's Good to keep reminding yourself. Quran was revealed on a span of a time of 23 years. Huh? Different times, places, occasions. The order of revelation is different from the order in this book, in the Quran. Which means, we start reading by Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Al-Fatiha. Then we start reading Alif Lam Mim Dhalik Al Kitabu La Rayba Fihu Dal Muttaqin. Then we go to Al Imran. Then we go to An Nisa. Then when we but this is not the order of revelation. Okay? The first thing that was revealed comes in the at the end of the Quran in the order of the book or the Mus'haf itself, which is Iqra Bismi Rabbika Illadi Khalaq. The last ayah what the Yawban Turjauna Fihi. Which is in Surah Al-Baqarah. It's one ayah in the Baqarah. Okay, you need to know something. The order of the Quran, it's good to know this. It's by the commandment and the direction of Allah himself through Jibreel alayhi salam. It was not put in this order according to the clever way of thinking of the Sahaba or even Muhammad himself. No, 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 no. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his wisdom, and by the way, this is part of the i'jaz of the Qur'an, the miraculous. 
that it was revealed, spread. Or Muhammad put this after this, this before this, till the Sahaba, they memorized, then they put it, you know, in this order. Now, we said this constitution, which was revealed as a final book, it talks with humanity, not with Arabs. And it contains, I will keep, you know, repeating these things. It contains 23 years, years revealed with a, around 93 to 94,000 word. Around 6,300 to 400 verses. Okay, 114 chapters. However, this is very, very brief and limited constitution. It contains main guidelines and it speaks. It contains part of what it contains, one more than 1,000 verse deals with what we call now applied science in our terminology. It talks about the weather, it talks about the womb, it talks about giving birth, it talks about the human way of thinking, the brain. What's this? A lot of amazing indications. Physics, chemistry, mathematics, you know, theoretical physics, applied physics. It contains all of these things just to prove that it's from Allah. It's not a book of science, but it contains science. It's not a book of history, but it contains part of the history. But it's a book of guidance, okay? This book of guidance, after the opening, opening which Al-Fatiha, which contains the core point of mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Bismillah, Rahman, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, that we highlighted, Allah immediately highlighted the most high, you know, level of humanity, which is the believers, Al-Muttaqeen. Then after that, he spoke with us about the opposite side of humanity in the sight of Allah. We are divided in the sight of Allah, either or. If you are a believer, you need to know, we are classified. Mu'min or kafir. It's not mine. It's Allah's. Allah, ah? Started. Few verses later, he talked about those who rejected Al-Kafirin. Allah is telling us, we have this and we have this. Then he talked about the hypocrites and munafiqeen, which is the, the worst of the umbrella of kufr. Then we started talking, after he gave us the classification and the message which is embodied inside, be careful, you can be this or this, you can choose this or this. Okay, Ya Allah, what if, let's talk about the reward now. But Ya Allah, you are asking me, oh Lord, imagine that I'm an atheist, I'm an agnostic, I'm an unbeliever, I have no idea. Someone is telling me, hey, do you know that there is a God for the universe? Really? I have no idea. May you tell me about this God? Can you give me something that represents this God? Take this book. Okay? This book is telling me, on behalf of this God, I'm not a believer yet, telling me about the mercy of this Lord, 
and he's telling me he's the one who created and he's telling me you can be either or you have the choice of okay the quick question what if I accepted to be a submissive believer immediately he's giving me which means now give the glad tidings for those look how clear and direct it is Amanu just Amanu plus Amilu Salihat no philosophy no ambiguous details no something twisted yeah, Wallah we have no idea whether it's no 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 very clear Amanu Amilu Salihat don't waste your time if you want to be from this category you have faith plus practical application for what you claim now give them the good news glad about what ya Allah Jannat tajri min tahtihal anhar okay let's have an idea today about this Jannah paradise okay now this is a huge topic if I want to deal through the Quran without the Sunnah I need another 10 sessions by the way because we have hundreds of verses so I picked and choose some of the most well-known verses just uh, you know what I'm planning to do now I will give you a general idea about the main main characteristics of the Jannah and the features of Jannah then I will with you inshallah go through specific chosen verses about which gives us about what happens in the Jannah what I will be doing like doing a 3D, 4D, 5D presentation okay through the imagination just to know making analogy with what we know in the dunya to try to imagine what will happen I'm not saying what could happen I'm saying what will happen we are certain okay when we say the agenda we are not talking about philosophical theoretical it's part of our faith we believe in that I know maybe some people don't believe may Allah guide them if you are a believer this is part of what you have to accept enjoy it now okay now very quickly the general things that I want to prepare you now let's just very quick reminder last time if, if you remember I think we all agreed upon that the most highly wanted things for any human being on earth while struggling to have a degree or money or studying or skills or training basically to be of having some money or power so that he can have a nice house or a very beautiful house or an excellent palace and to have a very nice fancy cars nice place to live enjoy happy life eating nice food sitting with someone who love can you tell me about anyone on earth struggling seeking outside of the circle what we are seeking this dunya when we fight to have a money to reach what exactly the best of the best of any clever person he's seeking happiness through what practically they they, they do what of what they think is happiness money if you are talking about men mainly those who are struggling and fighting and doing all kinds of troubles they are men okay men once they have money and power they do what very nice place to live 
palace or palaces, villas, islands, jet planes, very beautiful wives or girlfriends, okay? Drinking alcohol, enjoying themselves, sometimes dealing with drugs, traveling, enjoying, jet skiing, eating, food, dance. Okay. Apart from this, can you tell me about anything that I don't know? No, seriously. I'm not discussing halal and haram now. I'm discussing from a human point of view. Once you have a money, let's go, all of us. One of the things that, let's, alhamdulillah, inshallah, we all think just in a halal way, okay? In our halal area, we have dreams in this dunya. Forget the akhirah now. One of the most important of our dreams to have the house dream. <laughs> Look at your parents. All of them, they are struggling to do what? To buy a house. And many of them, they go to the graveyard without paying the full amount of the dream house. What's a dream house? Normal. Very normal house. What's a dream house? Now, the cheapest house now in a good areas in Oakville or in Mississauga, they are around 1.1, 1 1.2, up to 1.5 million. Normal. I'm not saying big villa or palace. Two, three millions now. Dream house. One to two cars. No problems with tax agencies. Ah, huh? no bad credits. Sah? But, 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 let's be fair. Are we gonna be out of this area? This is the best of what we dream now. <laughs> Subhanallah. Why I'm saying this? You know, because unfortunately, may Allah guide them. Some tough extremists from secular or atheist people when they attack Muslims they think look 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 all the time whenever you read this Jannah 72 virgins you want to drink alcohol and harum al khamar you want to enjoy look I was subhanallah and please you you are seeking what you 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 Mr. Atheist Mr. Secular Mr. whoever you are he's making fun of us because According to them, Muhammad brainwashed Muslims. And he told them that do such and such things and he promised them, subhanallah, billahi alaykum, when you say dream house, you are promised to have a house. This is promise as well, but no guarantee. <laughs> True or false? Let's have, now it's not a dream, it's a reality, but it's a matter of time to go there. Because part of our faith, <coughs> our father, i.e. Adam alayhi salam, he was there. He was asked to leave and our place of residence basically is the Jannah. And every one of us, he is supposed to have a reserved place there. But you have to pay the tax for it. Okay? Now, one of the general things... <coughs> that we need to know. The first good news. Paradise, Jannah is eternal. Eternal, means what? No end. Type, try to imagine it. By the way, can you comprehend the idea of eternity? You can't imagine it. Try to imagine it. Try to imagine endless of time. You can't, not even can't. What's the importance of this? I started with this. 
any kind of pleasure, any kind of ladha, any kind of delighted happiness, whatever it is in this dunya, the biggest obstacle against it that it does not last. Whatever you enjoy, there is an end. For example, you want to enjoy very nice food. Once your stomach is full, you start to have a reverse feeling. Class, you can't keep enjoying. But I would love to enjoy. I can't. Do you know? I don't, don't want to give you a disgusting, disgusting something, but I have. Okay? You know, some people, they love food to a degree. They are not satisfied with the time of eating food. So they sit for one, two, one hour and a half. They eat. When they finish eating and they are full, they go to the washroom and they vomit everything. They come back again to eat. Wallahi. Yeah, they empty the tank. They come back again to fill it again. Because they want to keep enjoying. But by the way, because it's a pleasure. Eating nice food is a pleasure. Now, okay, but you can't do it more than minutes. Sometimes minutes. Especially those who eat very quickly. <laughs> Finished. Still, you have the desire, but you can't. Tell me about any pleasure. You are drinking something, really you love it. You drink more than half an hour or something, khalas. You are full, you can't enjoy. You are enjoying a nice moment, a graduation or whatever. One hour, two hours. You went on a vacation. One week, two weeks, three weeks, then you have a lot of debts behind you. You have to go back. You have a good health now. Next day, you have a, if you are not vaccinated or even if you are vaccinated, you have corona, you have a flu, you have whatever, always nothing from any kind of happiness, pleasure lasts. Always there is an end, 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 end. By the way, it's by design. It's meant to be as such by Allah. Otherwise, we will be what? Stuck here. We will not think about the Jannah. Allah designed this dunya in a way all the time. It's like, more or less, it's more or less not to have a very, very fancy, let's say, nice, uh, you know, sofa or chair. Always you have a small, you know, thorns. Just to keep, oh, no, no. <laughs> Don't keep sitting here. <laughs> no, no, you have to leave. <laughs> You have to, there's something waiting for you. Be careful, okay? Five minutes, ten minutes, yalla, up, go, co continue. So, one of the most important thing, when you read about the Jannah, hum fiha khalidun, hum fiha khalidun, hum fiha khalidun, hum fiha khalidun, which means what you are leaving basically means nothing because it's very limited compared with the eternal. But what's the importance of this? You need to keep reminding yourself of that. To give you yourself the motivation when you face troubles in whatever you are facing. Number one. Number two. This is an amazing good news. As a conclusion of tens of hadith and hundreds of ayats. When, inshallah, as, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that all of us, inshallah, from the people of the Jannah. In the day of judgment, Allah, you know, we, we believe in the concept of resurrection and congregation. Al-ba'ath wa nushur we will be resurrected again, okay? And we will be set for accountability. So Allah will create us with a new bodies, okay? Now, the soul is the same, a new body 
with new features, new abilities. Okay? Let's imagine, alhamdulillah, we passed the full, the sirat, the accountability, hisab, everything, inshallah. Now we are in the Jannah, inshallah. Type. Now in the Jannah, this body will not be with the same functions as creating this dunya, completely new. However, you will keep uh, the most important thing of your memory, feelings, attitudes, you know, most of them, not all of them, because Allah will delete some of them, <laughs> such as hatred. So you, you will not lose your memory. However, how you will enjoy the pleasure of what you were suffering in the dunya. If you are completely new without memory, what point, if you are just completely new, you know nothing about the past. What kind of enjoying, you are rewarded now. Rewarded for what? If you don't remember. No, no, no. You will remember completely, exactly. Everyone tortured you. Everyone did injustice for you. And you will be seeing them and witnessing them. Or how come you will feel, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah that I was saved. Alhamdulillah that Allah took my right. This is Yom Al-Hisab. <laughs> or how come? So remember feeling what I have done, good, bad, everything I remember. Everything. Okay? However, what I need now in you features, abilities, capabilities, such as, in amazing in terms of the hadith. In, in the Jannah, our new bodies, we will not be in need for sleep, no sleep. Because we sleep, because if you don't sleep, we can't live. Allah created us, we became tired. You will not be tired. So no sleep. Okay? No hunger, however, you will eat out of pleasure, just for the leather. You will just enjoy the food all the time, but not out of hunger. <laughs> and the food always is there. All types, and you will read the verses now, but not out of hunger. Right. Here in this dunya, when you eat food, you have to go where? To the washroom, to do number one and number two. So it's a big problem. You can't live without this and without this. This is a problem. This is a big problem. In the day, in the Jannah, there is no washroom and no toilets. Now our bodies will be recreated in a way we will not be in need. You will eat and what will come out of our bodies will become out of our skins in a form of perfume. <laughs> Instead of, you see, the urine and, you know, the other thing. <laughs> Subhanallah, completely new. So, type. <clears throat> there is no burning sun, no heat, and there is no freezing cold. <laughs> it's light. How? We don't know. It's by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, this is an amazing. So, uh, there is no sweat. We have now... Part of what we suffer, you know, the smell of the sweat. The sweat takes the, the you know, the, <laughs> let's say, the, the, the bad things from our body, like the urine. So all the time we are suffering. We have to take a shower. We have to go, no, 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 no. In the Jannah, this does not exist. Wow. By the way, this is part of what prevents us from enjoying pleasures in this dunya. 
You can't last, live just for a very limited time. In the Jannah, continuous pleasure all the time. Type. Second thing. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Now, I will finish this before starting to dealing with the ayat. From my quick survey, I can divide the types of the pleasure and the last of the pleasure into two, three, uh, sorry, to, into in two, three levels. The minimum level, which is the direct, physical, tangible, direct things, which means food, you know, having sexual pleasure, eating, uh, you know, food, uh, drinking, enjoying, seeing, chatting, you know, sitting on a sofa, on the couches, you know, chatting, having silk garments, or all of these things, all, all what? Physical things and pleasures, which is second level, the spiritual, you know, you know thing. When you just know that you are saved, <laughs> when you feel happy that your offspring, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَاتَّبَعَتْهُمْ ذُرِّيَّتُهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ أَلْحَقْنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ وَمَا أَلَتْنَاهُمْ مِنْ عَمَلِهِمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ The fact that your offspring, your, your parents for example, you yourself, your daughters, your sons, your wives, all together in the Jannah. And itself, it's not a physical happiness, it's a spiritual Alhamdulillah, that Allah saved all of them and we are all enjoying the Jannah. This is second level. The last level, the top, that no can, no one can dispute. Do you know what is it? Seeing Allah. Seeing Allah, Jazakallah khair. Seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's amazing. And we have a direct verse in the Quran and we have a sahih hadith about this. The direct verse, وجوه يومئذ نادرة with ضاد من النضارة delighted, bright إلى ربها ناظرة looking directly, you know, towards their Lord. How? We don't know. We will have a new, as I told you. Now we have limitations in our khalq. Allah created us with limitations in everything. We can't see more than a few tens or hundreds of meters. We can't see unless we have aiding tools like telescopes, microscopes or whatever. Then we have the Bluetooth or the Wi-Fi or the broadcasting or whatever. On our naked eyes, we can see up to few tens or hundreds of meters. If the object or the thing or the being is so small like ants more and even we can't see more than few maybe one or two meters, خلاص, I can't see. Unless with extra aid to help me. I can't hear many voices above. And that's why, uh, now my eyes, we can't see a lot of things. X-ray, we can't see it. IR, infrared, Bluetooth, all kinds of broadcasting, the Wi-Fi now. By the way, the Wi-Fi through this and through this, and even the rays, inside, all of them can be seen with other devices. But we can't see them, or otherwise, we can't move. <laughs> we can't see them, we have limitations. Are you with me? And so on and so on. So Now, what is the evidence for this? فَكَشَفْنَا عَنْكَ غِطَاءَكَ فَبَصَرُكَ الْيَوْمَ حَدِيدٌ It is exactly, this ayah talks about the moment 
of when the angel of death comes to take the soul of the person. Allah says that we will uncover, you know, the cover on your eyes and you will have a very sharp, you know, sight. You will be able to see and witness the angel of death. Now the angels in general, now they are part of Alam al-Ghayb. We can't see them. Can we witness directly the jinn and the angels? We can't. <laughs> Even germs and viruses we can't unless we have special tools. Okay? Now jinn and malaika, both of them they are from Alam al-Ghayb. When I'm about to leave this dunya, when the angel of death comes, I, I witness, I see. Do you remember when we explained the concept of Gargara? Okay? Fakashafna, we will uncover your sight, you will have a very sharp. So I'm just giving evidences that we have limitations in our creation. Everything will be changed. Part of what will be changed, we will be able to see Allah. The how we don't know. But don't measure it to our abilities now. <laughs> Because we will have a new creation with new abilities and it's up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it will be the highest level of happiness and pleasure, okay, being delighted in the Jannah when the people of the Jannah witness and see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, okay, let's see what the Quran says about these, you know, details from here and there. And I encourage you, you can go to any application. Just write the word Jannah or Al-Jannah, Jannat or the word Naeem and just go through the ayats, the verses. Read them, you know, in the order of the Quran. See just of explanation. Take part of them, memorize them, use them in your daily prayer when you pray alone. Wallahi. By the way, don't think it's something simple. Now you need dhikr. What's dhikr? Tadakkur. Remembrance of Allah. Why? Part of the dhikr <laughs> to read from the Quran. Basic part of the Quran to read ayat that reminds you with the Jannah and the Nar. But generally speaking, we are living in a very, very materialistic world to a degree that our spiritual side, which should be connected with the Jannah, which is the biggest, uh, final, you know, ultimate aim for us, is not always present, you know, or the presence of them in the, our minds is not that because all the time we are busy, we want to work, to have a money, to finish, to pay the tax, to do the, you know, installments and all of this, all, all the time. Even if we mention it, it's just very quickly. So make like a program, memorize some of the verses, try to choose the best which affected you directly for whatever reason. You like this number of verses, memorize them. Keep repeating them every time and then when you do your dhikr or the Part of this, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, you know, I, I went through about maybe 50 or 60 of them. I will be dealing with about 10 today just inshallah. One of them, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. One of the important nice things we need to know that the ghil, which is the hatred, okay? This kind of envy and hatred and problems in our hearts will be removed completely from our hearts. You know the importance of this? Because there is a possibility that you, 
and your enemy might be in the Jannah. <laughs> and it happened. Some of the Sahaba, they were with the Kuffar of Mecca, like Amr ibn al-As, Khamni al-Walid. Khamni al-Walid, for example, he killed Sahaba when he was an unbeliever. Then he converted to Islam. The one who passed away after Khalid killed him. Khalid for him is what? His kafir enemy. <laughs> In the day of judgment, Sayyifullah, he is from the highest rank of shuhada. They will be meeting together. His memory tells him that this person, he chopped my neck. How You know what I mean? So this, this is applicable in many, many, many cases, wherever you go. He hurted me. Sometimes, by the way, Umar al-Khattab, before he converted to Islam, he used to torture some Muslims. Torture. You know Umar al-Khattab? He was very, very powerful person. You know, in his, you know, direct, you know, you know, hands, <laughs> he, he was able just to, to, to end your life just, you know, with, with, just with the small pressure of his two hands. So he used to torture some of the, the slaves at that time who used to. Anyway, so Amr Khattab will be Farooq and so on. So one of the great ayats, sometimes maybe my cousin, my colleague, a problem happened between him. I passed away after he hurted me greatly. Then he repented to Allah. And part of the compensation, by the way, but we, we have a way to compensate. I was asked the other day, I was in a special a group of youth. They were asking me about many questions about atheism and faith. One of the questions was, how come if someone did something bad to someone else, this person passed away. Then the bad guy, he repented to Allah. Then he went to the Jannah. How come? Where is justice? I was asked this question. <laughs> it's very simple. There is no injustice. What will happen basically, it there will be a compensation in the day of judgment. Let's imagine, for example, for example, that I did something bad for my brother Naim. I hurted him. Okay, then I passed away. Now, when he passed away, and now we are in the day of judgment. Now, after I did this, uh, now the compensation. If I became about to become from the people of the Jannah, if he had some kind of, you know, shortcomings with Allah, <laughs> He might deserve not to get into the Jannah. He will be asked, if you forgive Amjad, I will forgive you. <laughs> you get my point? So we will have a like a Nidam Ta'weed, <laughs> compensation. So Allah will give him offers for the sake of the one who repented after he was a bad person or an evil guy. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will satisfy everyone. So don't worry about this. Okay? So one of the great things of the Jannah, no hatred, no ghil, because many old enemies might be both in the same place of the Jannah, which is in a great, so your heart will not, oh, no, but he's the one who, he's, oh, no, 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 khalas. There is no ghil, no hatred, no hatred, khalas. It's completely finished. You, will, you can't recognize it, Aslan. It will be deleted from, but your nature will not accept it. One. Number two.
قال هؤلاء الذين أقسمتم لا ينالهم الله برحمة أدخلوا الجنة لا خوف عليكم ولا أنتم تحزنون no fear no grieve the concept of fear does not exist in the Jannah now by the way generally we have a healthy fear Allah created us in a like a self-defense mechanism of healthy fear if you don't have a fear against a thief you will not close your door if you don't have a fear of your house might be burned you will not check the oven the fire or whatever you you need this kind of healthy fear if you don't have a fear against diseases illness you will not you know clean your hands and something but sometimes we have destructive fear that all the time you can't enjoy anything of your life because you are afraid of everything in your life you're afraid of an enemy someone might kill you if we are God forbid may Allah be with them like the people of Syria now and Iraq you know one of the most well-known two places on earth that they don't have security no secure Iraq in specific is classified as number one on earth that people can't secure their lives. Any moment, at any time, in any place you are walking in the street, a blast, a bomb might be exploded in your face. What kind of fear you will be holding all the time for yourself and for your family, for your beloved ones, okay? The concept of fear from an enemy, fear that you can't pay your installments, fear you can't pay the rent, fear of disease, fear of corona, fear of the tax, fear of the money, fear of someone who might hurt you, fear of all the time. The concept of fear will disappear. <laughs> you know, sometimes I regret, oh, yeah, I wish if I have done it, I, you know, huzun. The concept of huzun, fear, ghil, will disappear from the vocabulary. You will not have them, you will be created in a way you will not think, you will not, and you can't. <laughs> and there is no reason for that. Full pleasure, happiness, eternally. By the way, I'm just highlighting in theory, you will know what I'm talking about when you have deep thinking about it. When you compare it with all of your problems on daily basis, what destroys the pleasure? You know, fear. You're afraid. Most of the time, all that I know, what will happen if I don't have the PR? What will happen if they, they kick me out? What will happen if I don't have the, at the end of the month, if I don't have the house rent? What will happen? All the time for you. Most of us, this is what, uh, you know, the true believers, you know, once the level of your Iman and you believe in the concept of rizq from Allah, you will have the peace of mind. But by nature, we have the fear most of the time will disappear, inshallah. Taib. Now, مثل الجنة التي وعد المتقون تجري من تحتها الأنهار أكلها دائم وظلها Eternal is its fruit as well as its shade. One of the things that the food all the time is available. There's no lacking of food all the time. You eat not out of hunger, out of pleasure, and the food is always available with all types. فاكهة لحم وفاكهة مما يتخيرون ولحم طير مما يشتهون. And by the way, once 
you imagine you would love to eat something, you will find it immediately. Just think about it. Just think. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing. قال أصحاب الجنة يومئذ خير مستقر وأحسن مقيلة they will have the best settlement and finest place to rest. We will repeat the concept of dream house. Basically, if you have money, a good amount of money, and you want to design your dream house, common sense says you will try to design it in the best way to do what? To make you happy through what? The best of the best of what gives you the best couches, best plate, the finest thing, the most soft thing, the best view, the best whatever. This is guaranteed in the Jannah. Type. قال إن أصحاب الجنة اليوم في شغل فاكهون. Indeed, on that day, the residents of paradise will be busy enjoying themselves. Allah is saying that all the time. By the way, you have no space that you don't know what to do. <laughs> Always there is something you are busy enjoying yourself. It's a completely like in our simple, simple logic. When you want to enjoy the dream trip, vacation to the best place on earth from your point of view, it's like a you know, big surprise. Someone has paid your company and you have to go the best month vacation of your life to the best Caribi place, I don't know where, the best food, the best taking care or something. You know, we'll keep dreaming about this. It's something beyond, beyond, beyond this many times, inshallah. Now, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Okay, another verse. قال ادخلوا الجنة أنتم وأزواجكم تح Barun. Sorry, no. قال مثل الجنة التي وعد المتقون فيها أنهار من ماء غير آسن وأنهار من لبن لم يتغير طعمه وأنهار من خمر لذة للشاربين وأنهار من عسل مصفى ولهم فيها من كل الثمرات ومغفرة من ربهم كمن هو خالد في النار وسقوا ماء حميما فقطع معاءهم in it, inside the Jannah, rivers of fresh water, rivers of milk that never changes in tastes, rivers of wine delicious to drink, and rivers of pure honey. There, they will also have all kinds of fruit and forgiveness from their Lord. Whatever you imagine, this is mentioned in tens of ayats. Wherever you go, Allah is telling you, this is the place of residence, full happiness, no, no grief, no fear, no hatred, <laughs> pleasure of food all the time, pleasure of drink of all types all the time, even though, by the way, even the, though the Quran is mentioning the names of the types of food like asal, uh, sorry, honey, <coughs> milk, Khamr, just the names, but practically, according to you know, manner of Prophet Muhammad, the resemblance is completely has nothing to do because Mala Ainun Raat, Wala Udun Samiat, Wala Khatara Ala Kalbi Bashar, 
what we will witness in reality, Allah is promising us in what we can comprehend and understand. However, the reality of the taste, the reality of the happiness, the reality of the comfort that we will be enjoying, no eye has witnessed. You can't even imagine, not even a single person was able even to imagine the type of pleasure that he will be enjoying. But however, these words just give you an idea, just to make a simple comparison. For example, Those believers will recline on furnishings lined with rich brocade. You know, it's like a special fabric made with some kind of golden threads. Zerkasha, yani. Zerkash. Okay? Highly, you know, fabrics with decorations. Very beautiful. قال, those believers will recline on furnishings. You know recline? Muttakiin. Which means it's a sign of feeling happy. You eat, you drink, you sit like this, you just enjoy. And by the way, what do we do more than that? We want to enjoy ourselves. Nice food, nice drink, nice place. We keep enjoying, drinking, eating, drinking, eating, drinking, eating. This is the best of the best of our pleasure. Practically, one of the best moments in your life when you go with your close friends, you enjoy barbecue. Very nice, especially when it's really, really well made. You enjoy it. <laughs> very simple, but sometimes you dream about it, which is very simple. Even though at any moment you might burn your finger, you will not enjoy. Any simple thing, just a small piece of coal. If it's fixed inside the, <laughs> the meat and you ate it, it will destroy all the pleasure. <laughs> Any simple things. Out of nowhere, you had a diarrhea. You want to, <laughs> you will not enjoy it. You started vomiting. Anything could destroy the pleasure. Subhanallah. But basically, this is what we enjoy. Type. Qal. <clears throat> And the fruit of both gardens will hang within reach. You know what this means? Which means you will be completely enjoying. You would love to eat anything. It will not, it will be hang still. And you just take like this and take it. It will not be cut off. And it will not be, for example, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Leftover? Oh, so it's not leftover. Ah, huh? no, no, no. Still fresh. You just take it and eat it within reach. dan, which means very close from you. You just take it like this. Take it like this. It comes to you, <laughs> fresh. You know, a sign of enjoyment. Zamharira, they will be rewarded for their perseverance with a garden in paradise and garment of silk. You know, silk is prohibited for males now. Silk is known for us as the most soft and fine, you know, uh, let's say garment or uh, because it's so soft. So it's allowed just for women in Islam. It's prohibited for men. Now in the day, it's a special silk created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's an amazing, soft, nice colors and the fabric itself, which means, and by the way, 
part of what we enjoy, what we, what we wear. And we pay a big amount, a budget of our money for what we wear, what we eat. And by the way, let's see, basically, especially when you are alone, before you have a kids, your money goes where? What you eat, what you drink, what you wear. <laughs> Sometimes very nice leather jacket will take 50% of your budget. <laughs> your car, the fuel, if God forbid if you smoke, inshallah I hope none, none of us is smoking. But the money goes, subhanallah, all of them we revolve around these things. طيب. They will be reclining, you know, on a couches, never seeing burning sun or freezing or bitter cold. Completely. Now, part of our problems, when it's cold all the time, we need a source of heat. Any moment you face the cold, you will have a throat infection, you will be sneezing, you will have a, what, you know, problems. You, your stomach, your head, tens of problems. It's very hot. Sweating with a bad smell all the time. So we are not able to enjoy this and we are not able to enjoy that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala No burning sun and no, no freezing cold. Now, إِنَّ الْأَبْرَارَ لَفِي نَعِيمٍ عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ يَنْظُرُونَ you will recognize in their faces the glow of delight or brightness and pleasure. So the, you know, the brightness, of pleasure and happiness will all the time. You know, brother Naim. You know, brother Naim. Naim. You will see the brightness of happiness and pleasure all the time on their faces as a sign of real, genuine happiness. Type. And I, I think we'll finish with this one. Then I will conclude, inshallah, my talk completely. على سرر موضونة متكئين عليها متقابلين يطوف عليهم ولدان مخلدون بأكواب وأباريق وكأس من معين لا يصدعون عنها ولا ينزفون وفاكهة مما يتخيرون ولحم طير مما يشتهون وحور عين كأمثال اللؤلؤ المكنون إلى آخره We have tens of verses The idea You will be enjoying the best of the best of drinks The best of the best of foods and special servants, Allah will create a special creation. Okay? Young, you know, like uh, men, they will be serving you. Their job just to stay in the paradise, just to serve you. So all kind of pleasures, all kind, and you know, we have other details. People of the Jannah, they have special markets. Aswaq, the people of the Jannah. They will go to enjoy having, you know, something. Okay, who will enjoy this? Women. You know, one of the best pleasure. You know, men, they would love, for example, to have men. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Men, they would love to have women, which is al-hur al-ain. 
But women, maybe they will enjoy going to the <laughs> shopping much more than sitting with men. <laughs> you know, just all kind of jewels and beautiful garments, beautiful clothes, dresses, on anything, you know. And we know that. We know that. Generally, it's amazing. The idea. No grief. No fear. No tiredness. No sleep. No sweat. No urine. No washroom. Full enjoyment, eating all the time, drinking all the time. You have complete new body, no suffering from anything, enjoying all kind of pleasures. Eternally, and you will not have any kind of distraction of any kind eternally. This is just a quick definition for some of the description of the Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started the first time mentioning the Jannah in Surah Al-Baqarah where he says, وَبَشِّرِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ So, all of these, not all, we, we covered maybe just 30% of what should be covered of the Jannah. You go and read. You know, easily, you can read just description of the Jannah. مُوَصَفَات الْجَنَّةِ The verses of the Jannah and the Quran in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim, you will enjoy reading them. You can keep, inshallah, them. Now, our verse that we will finish. وَبَشِّرِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أَنَّ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتِ What we need to know now, this jannat that we have highlighted, basic part of their descriptions, will be given for those who believed and did righteous deeds. This is core point. If you have faith without practical application for the faith, God forbid, we will not go there. If you do practical application in a nice way, but you don't have faith, <laughs> no way to go to the Jannah. So basic conditions in Islam, faith plus action. That's why Imam Bukhari, radiallahu anhu, wajazahullahu khayran, he has a very, very beautiful statement. He said, قَابَلْتُ أَلْفًا مِنَ الشُّيُوخُ you know Imam Bukhari, he said, I have met 1,000 of great scholars. The word Shaykh in his terminology, in his time, he's talking about the great of, it's like, uh, you know, the decent ship of the Tabi'een after the Sahaba. <laughs> great scholars. He said, I have met 1,000 big scholars. All of them, they are on the notion, on the faith that your faith should be consisting of claiming what you faith and applying practically what you claim. You know why he was saying that? Because in his time, some people, they came with a bid'ah, with something that destroyed the concept of Islam. That, which means, you know the white-hearted people that I told you about? Which means, in their time, I mean, they are called, they are called Al-Murji'ah. Uh, Those people they say, as long as your faith in your heart, no problem. Whatever you do, whatever you do. Even if you did not pray, not even one single rak'ah in your time, in your life. Okay? Even if you drink alcohol and delays, even if you do all bad things, even if you are a zalim, khalas, it's your heart. Yeah, but this is against the core point of Islam. This could be applicable in a very exceptional cases. Someone who is a non-believer, 
like what happened with it, it, uh, the story called is Qissatu Abdi Khaybar. This is an exceptional case. One of the slaves, and by the way, when we say slave in at that time, a slave could be from any country at that time. They used because all countries they used to have wars together. Persians with Romans, with Africans, with Arabs, with South Asia, all of them. So a slave could be a Persian, a slave could be a Roman, a slave could be any, you know. We, so at that time, generally just a slave. So when Prophet Muhammad went to Khaybar, okay? And, and the, 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 uh, the, the origin of the story is mentioned in Sahih Muslim. So Prophet Muhammad you know, the people of the Khaybar, they flee into their, you know, Shuman uh, al-Hassan, Englishy. Fort, fortress. fortress, okay? So they, you know, went to, the, to, to their places just to close their doors. So one of the slaves, he was a shepherd, taking care. So the soldier of Prophet Muhammad brought him to Prophet Muhammad. Who are you? I'm Prophet Muhammad. Who are you? I'm just a slave of one, the people there. So he, you know, presented Islam to him. He accepted Islam immediately. And Im immediately he became part of the army. Few hours later, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him the shahada. <laughs> he was killed. He became a believer and a Muslim just two or three hours ago. Then he was killed as a shaheed. Prophet Muhammad saw him when they were burying him. So he said about him, the Quran, He said he achieved the highest level of the Firdaus even though he did not prostrate sujood, not even one rak'ah. Because he became a Muslim just two hours ago. <laughs> it happens. He used to be a non-believer. He was not doing anything good from the sight of Allah. Now, he was so genuine and, you know, wanting the truth. He converted, then he passed away. It happens. He was not planning, but this is not applicable on someone who has already received the true Islam. Knowingly, he was rejecting all of the teachings of Islam. He was rude with his Lord, against everything, and yet we say, خلاص الإيمان بالقلب. No, 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 this is, this is the big mistake. Unacceptable. قال الإيمان قول وعمل. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is stating clearly. وبشر الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أن لهم جنات. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to let you and I myself and all of our beloved, inshallah, to be from the people of the Jannah. Jazakumullah khairan, barakallah fikum. I have finished the lesson. If you have any question related to my topic, I'm ready. Related to my topic. Which means don't ask me about, shall we deal with the banks with interest? <laughs> By the way, I'm saying this because it happened with me tens of times back in Jordan. Sometimes, maybe I'm, I'm talking for a full hour with a group of audience of tens or hundreds about, let's say, for example, Sa'ad al-Usariya, happiness in the family, or about, for example, Birr al-Walidin, or about something spiritual, about the Jannah. When I finish the first question, can we deal with Islamic banks? Wallahi, this is not my topic, and I did not come to be Islamic banks, so I'm just joking. Okay, any question? Yes. من صدورهم من غل إخوانا.
Sorry, can, can you repeat? So people of Jannah have religion, like they can have religion in their heart. Is that what? Which means? Now, when this exactly happened, I have no idea. But however, the end results they will be both enjoying the Jannah without having this kind of hatred because of the previous, you know, because as I told you, no one will, of us will lose his memory. We, we will be able to remember everything good, we have done it, and everything bad, okay? And whatever happened with us and against us and we did against others, everything. So uh, when you remember the one who, <laughs> God forbid, killed you, for example, <laughs> in the dunya. So it will be removed. But I have no idea at what exact moments that will happen. Are they gonna to be in the Jannah? Then it will be removed. Are they, will, this will be removed before entering the Jannah? I have no idea. But they will enjoy without hatred, no grief, no hazam, no fear. This, this concept will be, you know, will not exist anymore in their hearts, in their feelings, in their recognition. Wallahu alam. Yes. My, my question is very, very similar to this question. Yeah. About the rib. So in Jannah, people deal with each other. They mm. talk with each other. Yes. So there might be like a fight between them in Jannah if, if they disagree on something. Does that happen? No. It's, it's, it's impossible to happen. Because everyone will be busy enjoying himself with the things that cannot, cannot be imagined. But people will deal with people in general. Yes, will be deal. Yes. But you know, now, part of what could be making ghil or hatred in the dunya, that you have something I don't have it. For example, you have achieved something that I can't achieve. Jealousy. Yes. So jealousy, ghil, haqid, all everything will disappear. Plus... I will be enjoying those who were in the Jahannam. In Jahannam. And Allah forgave them after they served their punishment time. So I mean, what's the point of anyone to think about oh, what else? I mean, the concept does not exist, Aslan. Okay? This is part of what will be changing. We will have a plenty of great blessings and ni'am and graces, and our hearts and feelings, the concept will completely be different. Wallahu alam. Finish? Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.